Let's, um, let's pray together. Mm-hmm. Father, we do thank you for your word. We thank you for the way it nurtures and encourages and surprises and challenges us. Thank you for the way in which it speaks to us down the centuries. We pray that as we come around it now, you would speak to us afresh, encourage us and bless us and enable us to hear your voice. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So over the last few weeks, we've been looking at parables, looking at these amazing little stories that Jesus tells and trying to dig into them and to uh, hear God's voice afresh and anew through them. And we've been reminded of the way in which uh, when we come to them and we, we, we think of them as sort of uh, sort of simple illustrations or sort of kind of uh, verbal visual aids that we are we're often surprised by their depth and their uh, the different sort of layers in which uh, they can work and I want to do the same with these two very small parables that that Jesus gives us uh, the parable of uh, the the mustard seed and the parable of the yeast. And, and just to think together for uh, a few minutes about them. The parables have um, much in common. Uh, there is in both of them something very small. So we have the seed and we have the yeast. And we have something quite <laughs> hidden. Once the seed is planted, you can't see it anymore. Uh, even if it was difficult enough to see in your hands, uh, because it is so small, uh, once it's planted, it becomes invisible. And, it, and also with the yeast, very, uh, very tiny in the fingers. And, and once it's put into the dough, once it's kneaded into the dough, uh, it is uh, hidden away. Uh, you can no longer see it. And in fact, um, some of the boffins get quite excited about the fact that um, the Greek word uh, that's used for uh, mixed um, is the same word that we get the word encrypted from. Um, uh, and, it, and, and it sort of highlights this sense of, of something hidden, something sort of, uh, sort of tucked away uh, inside the dough. So there's something small, there's something hidden. But on both occasions, this small and hidden thing has a great effect. The seed becomes... Uh, a large plant, and then the large plant becomes a tree. Uh, the yeast is kneaded into the dough, hidden into the dough, worked into the dough, and the dough uh, then rises. And uh, uh, there's, there's quite a, a sort of sense of phenomenal growth going on here. And you just wonder whether Jesus has got a bit of a, a twinkle in his eye at this point, whether he is, uh, he's sort of, playing with the images, playing with the language, um, a little bit like Jack and the Beanstalk. You know, you've got, mm-hmm. you've got a, a seed that becomes a vegetable and a vegetable that becomes a tree and a tree that becomes so big that even the birds uh, will come and, uh, and, and make their homes in it. Uh, and, you know, when he's talking about the yeast in the dough, um, he's actually talking about a huge amount of dough. Um, it says... Um, in my translation, it says a large amount of flour. Um, in others, I think it says three seers of flour. 
S-E-A-H, seer. And uh, apparently three seers of flour would be around 60 pounds, six zero pounds of flour. So this is an enormous amount of flour and it's going to produce an enormous amount of bread. You know, um, possibly enough bread to, um, to fill a small car. Um, and you just wonder whether, whether Jesus is actually um, sort of uh, making, making the crowd laugh because he's talking about this phenomenal growth and this phenomenal amount. So something small, something hidden, something which produces an enormous effect. Some people even go so far as to say that Jesus deliberately uses the image of yeast because yeast actually breaks things down. Uh, I'm conscious at this point that we have at least one chemistry in our congregation, so I'm, I'm not going to go too far down this uh, down this route. Uh, but um, but but according to the to the boffins, um, yeast actually breaks things down in order that the necessary reactions take place, so that the the dough will rise and the bread will be cooked. So is Jesus saying that the kingdom is small, it is hidden, it brings phenomenal growth, and in that growth, it actually breaks down things which hinder God's purpose. So all these images are held within seed and yeast. And the effect, as I say, is phenomenal. We get this amazing growth, this, this quite, quite ridiculous, almost exponential growth of a mustard seed into a tree big enough for, for, for birds to come and nest in, for yeast mixed in to make enough bread to fill a car. And, and in this, this amazing effect, there is undoubtedly a sense of welcome. The birds are welcome. The birds come and make their homes in this tree. There's something about the welcome of food, and not just a little bit of food, but more food than any family could possibly eat. There is this sense of welcome and of feasting. The bread is, is, is in this lovely amount. And the mustard, of course, gives taste. It gives savour. It gives food. Some people, again, some of the boffins would say that Jesus is deliberately echoing the story of the three heavenly visitors who go to Sarah and Abraham. You might remember this story in the, in the book of Genesis, where um, these three mysterious visitors arrive um, as Abraham is resting in the heat of the day, and he goes to Sarah and he says, take three seers of flour, take a huge amount of flour. We want enough bread to celebrate, to feast with these special visitors. There is welcome, there is feasting, there is life, life in abundance in terms of growth and welcome and celebration and being together. So whatever this kingdom of God is, it is something which starts small, starts hidden, but has a phenomenal effect. 
effect far beyond that which is hidden away, and an effect which draws people together in welcome and feasting and life. I know many of us have, have not been into the Springfield Centre recently um, because of the, of the lockdown and all the restrictions that we continue to struggle under. But if you remember going into the Springfield Centre, as you go in and the, you've got the, the, the reception on your left, there's a, a window which looks through into the, the waiting area on your right. And then the next bit of the wall has this amazing picture of a tree. It's a, a beautiful uh, mosaic made by um, a, a local artist whose, whose name I still forget, forgive me. But it is in many ways what sums up the Springfield Project. Something which started small <laughs> but has grown to be something way beyond what anyone could possibly have imagined. And something that welcomes people somewhere where they find safety, where they find welcome, where they find taste, where they find life, where they find they want to be. And the beautiful thing about the project is that the tree is big enough and strong enough to welcome all sorts of people. You don't have to tick any boxes. You just have to come in, find your place under the tree and enjoy being there. Something small, something hidden, which brings growth. And in the growth, there is taste and life and safety and welcome and feasting. In this parable, we are asked, we are challenged. Are we ready, are we willing to do our tiny hidden acts? Those tiny hidden things, those acts, those words, even perhaps those thoughts, which point towards the kingdom of God. And I, I think at this point of, of those who have been under phenomenal strain over the last three, four, five months, I think of, of NHS workers and, and care workers and postal workers and bus drivers and, and all our, the people who have kept our nation going. They have done so through what marvellous acts, but... I suspect most of those acts have actually been really small. They've been the day-to-day -day acts of caring for people, of fulfilling their role, of fulfilling their duties and doing their thing. And they must be exhausted. They must be exhausted. And as the autumn begins to beckon and things look as if they, there's, they, they, they might sort of begin to go up again and there's going to be added stresses, we want to pray for those, that particularly those with a Christian faith, that they can continue to do those tiny hidden acts, those words, those moments when they are with people, when they are perhaps doing something for the 299 time. But the tiny hidden act is that which is the seed, the yeast of the kingdom. I think of, of parents and families, people who've had to 
to, to, to do homeschooling, perhaps down many, many, many weeks, and have found it really, really difficult. Those small acts of tiny patience, encouragement, those words of keeping going, to say that school is far away, it is just coming up over the horizon of beginning to renew friendships. I think of children and young people who have had, in many ways, the short end of the stick of this horrible lockdown, who have missed out on so many wonderful things, those moments of, of ending school, of going on their PGL holidays or, 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 or their end of year assemblies or, or, or their graduations or, or their, their, their summer adventures and, and, they've, and they've had to go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and how do we respond? Can we give to them the tiny hidden acts of encouragement and love and blessing? People who live alone, <clears throat> People who perhaps don't see people from, from one end to the, to the other of the week. And again, could easily be tempted to, to turn towards um, sort of anger or frustration or bitterness. The kingdom asks for these tiny hidden acts of patience and generosity and love. But what this parable tells us is that whenever we sow those seeds, whenever we do those tiny hidden acts, then the kingdom is sown. The yeast is hidden away. This thing happens. When we choose to speak well, when we choose to act well, even when we choose to think well, the kingdom is sown the yeast is kneaded in we are planting the kingdom into our lives and into the lives of those around us even if we cannot see it even if we cannot possibly know it that's what these parables tell us the kingdom is at work the kingdom is growing the kingdom will have its effect in our lives and in the lives of those around us. So if you feel tiny and hidden, if you feel that the effect of your life is tiny and hidden, then these are your parables because Jesus tells you that the seed and the yeast will always do their work They will always grow. They will always transform. They will always do the work of the kingdom. The tiny hidden acts are the seed in which the kingdom grows. So may God bless you as you do those things. And may God bless us all as his kingdom grows in and through us. Amen.